0: Welcome to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast, the podcast to gain actionable tips, learn how to build your wealth, and gain inspiration from real and relatable guests on how they've built theirs. I'm your host, Jolene Staun, a money coach. I started my journey out waitressing and $200,000 in debt. I was able to build my wealth and become debt-free in just three years. Your journey to wealth starts now. Francesca is a session hair and makeup artist based in New York City. She moved to the city with her husband, Michael, who is a photographer, three years ago from Miami, Florida. She has worked with major brands and celebrities from Cosmopolitan Magazine to Miss Universe. She was invited to work backstage in Paris for Fashion Week on the hair teams for Fashion House Icons. How amazing. Welcome Francesca. I would love for you to let the listeners know a little bit about your story. I know a little bit about how you got started and where you're at now, but I would love for you to share. Yeah,
1: hi everyone. Um my name is Francesca Maria. I'm a New York City based hair and makeup artist. Um, I've worked with major brands and celebrities from Cosmopolitan Magazine to Miss Universe 2020, Andrea Mesa. I was also invited to work backstage in Paris Fashion Week for hair teams for fashion house icons like Balmain, Valentino, and Dior. And I moved to New York City three years ago with my husband, who is a photographer. And three years, we were able to scale our business to where we are today. Not saying that we started three years ago and what we do, but uh, when we moved to New York, it was like, a you know, you're walking into a completely different animal. You're walking into a, a highly, highly saturated market uh, where everyone and their mother is a hair, makeup artist, or photographer. <laughs> So um, we had to really put ourselves out there and, you know, leverage what we've done in the past and our personalities and what makes us different to really grow within the last three years. And the last three years for me has been just exponential growth. And I really believe uh, solely inward thing that I've worked on myself and the inside on believing in myself and staying determined, staying, you know, following through with things, being accountable with things, uh, being on top of my goals. And that's what really helped me like a more general sense. But really another thing that has helped us scale our business. And so, so quickly is when the world shut down in 2020, it really scared a lot of people as it should have. And I, Michael and I really questioned on, should we go Back to Florida, where we're home and we are safe with family. So, living back at home would be a little bit more predictable, even in the unpredictableness of a pandemic, right? But living in New York City is a lot more scary. We were the epicenter. We were, you know, here. We have some family on my husband's side, but I really don't have anyone that I know, uh, really knew, especially just moving here. But something told me, you know, Francesca, hold on to this. Do not give up. You spent so much money, so much time, so much effort on putting yourself, relocating you, um, yourself and your business into a new city. That is the Mecca of what you do. And to give it all up, it just sounded so like, I can't do this, you know, and I held on. And even though All my family members and all my friends in in Miami were like, what are you doing? Come back here. It's just crazy over there. New York is just going insane. It's dead. New York is dead. New York is never going to be the same again. And I really do feel like because I believed in myself and because I pushed through this, we were able to stand out. A lot of people went back home and a lot of people changed careers and a lot of people, there was a lot of pivoting in 2020 that when I held my ground and I like hunkered down through the storm, I was able to come out of it. And people were like, oh, you're still here. Great. I'm going to book you or here. I need a local New York artist and I was the one that was available I was the one that was here so I really have you know the so sil- I know we've gone through we all have gone through a lot in 2020 but still kind of going through it um, through the pandemic but that is the silver lining for me is that it has been a way that I have been able to with through all of the the bad I'm not saying it was easy you know yeah. like I cried I thought I was crazy my family members thought I was crazy but getting through it on the other side, there's a light of it on, on the other side. And that's how we were able to grow so fast in such a short amount of time. But yeah, so, so that's, that's about me.
0: That is incredible. Your story is incredible. And then how you leveraged yourself and scaled your business in literally just three years to build such a big, big brand doing incredible things. What do you believe has contributed the most to your success?
1: A lot of it is my inner work. Like I was saying in the beginning, my inner work, just believing that I am, if I just live my audacious, authentic self, that I'm just a magnet to positive energy. I'm a magnet to manifesting the clients of my dreams. And really that is the biggest thing for me. It all really starts within, in order for you to be able to sell, even it, it, making a sale, you need to come to that sale with confidence. And you're having confidence in not only the product, but yourself, and you're sure of this product or service that you're selling. So with that assurance, and with that confidence, you need to work on yourself and work on where you're at um, mentally and emotionally, and spiritually within your your yourself to to portray the message that you want the world to see, uh, whether it's your, your brand identity Or, you know, what services you provide, that assurance is like everything.
0: Yes, I love that. I totally believe that. So as a stylist, what does a day in your life look like an average day in your life? It'd
1: be a little bit of everywhere. Like it depends. Like people always ask me what my schedule looks like. I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I could have a whole week off and then the next week I'm working, you know, every single day. The next week I'm working two days. And like, I don't have a such thing as a weekend off or like, my weekend could be a Tuesday, Wednesday. Or like I could not have a weekend or, you know, it's just yeah. all everywhere. But on a typical day that I'm working, I usually have a very early call time and hair and makeup is first to show like it, the show starts with hair and makeup. We're like the the tone that sets the day because people walk in and there might be breakfast and there might be catering and stuff. But as the hair and makeup artist, my My mind when I walk onto set is, okay, let me set up my things. Let me have, and while I'm setting up, I'll have a couple bites, a couple slips of my coffee. I sometimes like to put music on um, to kind of start the like vibe or start the like energy. And the model sits straight onto my chair. And that's the first interaction most of the time that she's having or he is having is with me. So I'm kind of like setting the tone and then also my time, whether I'm going fast or I'm going slow, that's also sets the tone. If I'm, if I'm falling behind, then the whole schedule for the rest of the day is falling behind. So I really do feel like with a typical day for me, it's like coming in and like having that like energy of like, I got this you know, like it's yes, just another day. The like, <laughs> yeah. The confidence and like the, the ease of it all, you know? So, so yeah, I'll do the hair and makeup for my talent. Say it's one, but I'll, I'll do their hair and makeup and then I get them onto, into the styling world. So, and so they put on their clothing, the stylist, you know, fits their clothing on them. And then from there, they'll be on set and I'll, you know, maybe do some touch-ups on them throughout the day, if the client sides, they want to change in the lip color or, you know, this lip color looks great, but we're thinking a little bit more of a brown or nude instead of the pinky tones and just the hair or the makeup throughout the day. Uh, Something that I love to do on set is, and, and for my followers, is uh I like to have a wind machine, but it's not just any wind machine. I use a leaf blower as my, like, wind for the hair. And a lot of hairstylists do this, but I also have come to, like, love it being something that people remind them of me you know (laughs) like you know just putting wind in the hair and like um like oh francesca like i've had so many you know followers like you know models and stuff like oh i had a hairstylist on set and they had no idea how to work the wind machine like you do you know things like that and i think it's so funny that people like think of me with, with that and yeah, sometimes shoots can go to about eight to 10 hours long. And then when I come home, I unpack all my things. I clean my brushes, I clean, I disinfect and I possibly am repacking for the following shoot the next day. A lot of time, like a lot of things have to have to be going on in my head as far as like I could be on set and have to remember, oh, let me confirm this job for next week. Or is this, cause I don't have an agent, I'm a freelancer. Mm-hmm. So when I I, I schedule um, everything and I have complete management over my schedule and so I have to like constantly thinking of the next shoot it can be exhausting sometimes but it's like I'm never like at a place where I can like stop and rest for a minute because I'm constantly thinking of that next job or that next month what is February looking like and I'm in January what is March looking like and I'm in February that makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, totally, so busy, busy. I know that you've worked with huge, huge brands like Miss Universe, Cosmo Style, just to name a few, but I would love to know your tips for someone just starting out What's the first step in getting such amazing partnerships? Yeah. So, I remember being
1: an assistant and and thinking the same thing. Like, how in the heck are these people going to know I exist? How do I put myself in front of these eyes that make these decisions in these rooms for bigger enterprises like Cosmo Style magazine or um, you know, Hearst Publications or just large, like JCPenney, a lot of my the clients that I've had in the past. And really it's kind of, it all starts from the beginning, right? So in the beginning of your career, you might be taking in clients or taking in projects that you're doing for absolutely free. And that's just to kind of get your foot in the door or to build your book, to build your network, to meet new people. But with with that, a lot of people start just saying yes to everything and their books are a little bit of everywhere. They have a little bit of music videos. They have a little bit of Uh, Print. They have a little bit of fashion. They have a little bit of lifestyle. They have really avant-garde. And then they have just—it's just everywhere. So to be a little bit more strategic with who you're saying yes to, and who you're inviting, and not only who you're partnering with, but before you even partner with people, who you're collaborating with—are they producing the same the same type of work that you're wanting to become? So let's say I'm a new artist and I really want to get into celebrity work. Well. Celebrity like red carpet, you know, like my dream is to do the met the the Met Gala or the you know an award show or something like that where the the makeup is just so glamorous. I love glam makeup. I love the false eyelashes, I love the contouring and everything. So when you're starting as an as a makeup artist, instead of taking on all of these avant-garde editorials that aren't sellable to what you're wanting your future clients to see. Other than just playing around and stay, like being creative once in a while to constantly be producing this type of work, you're essentially wasting some time and you're putting yourself into a network of avant-garde rather than a network of celebrity styling. So I would picture yourself in 10 years? And what do you need to do in order to be that person in five years? Uh, What do you need to be doing to be that person in three years? And dial back, but really like be more strategic and be more intentional with who you're saying yes to of um, doing work with. Now, if it's paid, it's paid obviously, but I'm saying in the very beginning, that's one huge thing that you could be doing to just pave the way and guide you to the right direction,
0: Those are such amazing tips. So building your wealth as a freelancer can often be hard in any industry because with the fluctuations of income, what's your best tip for managing your finances as a freelancer? (laughs) When you find out, let me know. No, (laughs) I'm still
1: learning. You know, I'm not anywhere where I have all my things together um, and all my ducks in a row. I'm still learning myself, to be honest. But what I have learned, and I've learned a lot of
0: things the hard way, you know, interrupting this conversation with something absolutely amazing to help you with your debt. Debt Decluttered, the course was made for you if you're ready to get rid of your debt for good. Upon completion of this course, you'll graduate with clarity surrounding your debt, a healthy mindset and a full on strategic plan to help you pay off your debt. This course uses my money minimalism framework to help you really spark joy within your finances and to not stress you out. That's the last thing that we want when it comes to paying off your debt. The doors are now open. So if you are ready to tidy up and toss out your debt, Gain a healthy money mindset and have a strategic plan for paying off your debt ASAP, then you gotta snag the debt decluttered course. Oh, and the best part is you can access it now at an affordable price point and get in on some of the absolutely game changing bonuses. Click the link in the show notes to access it. Now, back to the
1: episode. For example, not putting myself in an LLC until later in my career. I learned the hard way because I was audited from years, years, years ago from when I first started and I got the audit letter and I was like, really? I hardly made anything that year and they're auditing me, but they'll audit you, you know, like if you're not, if you don't have like the backings of like keeping your receipts and like having every all your taxes in order for your business. And these are business purchases and these are that purchases. That really is just the number one step for, for any emerging artist like get your business right. And with that, I like to use QuickBooks as a software that keeps all my invoices together, reminds me when when invoices are going to be overdue and it has template emails for you to send out. When when talking to clients like that's something that I've learned too is just being very understanding and very easygoing and like almost too nice because sometimes in an email it could be translated and especially mm-hmm. when it comes to money. Um, making sure that you just keep it light, and you're like, oh, you know, just wanting to check. We're, you know, instead of being like, you're 90 days overdue. <laughs> yeah, quite some time. And I just wanted to check on your on the status, and that just keeps retention, right? Like the client yeah. experience is better, so people are gonna be like, you know, she was really nice when it was my bad that I totally was late on this one thing, and I want to work with her again. Because um, She was super nice about it. But then also be on top of your, your finances because you don't want people to be using your services and you're not getting compensated for it. So like that middle thing would be great.
0: Yeah, the middle <laughs> ground, for sure. So that might not be your favorite part of your job, but what right now is your favorite part of your job? Favorite part of my
1: job is definitely, um, how much I've grown and like seeing the journey. I'll sometimes like stop and I'll think, or I'll be driving through or going through a certain part of like a city or a place and remember my past self in that same position. Like for example, I was in Miami for a job a few weeks ago and we were driving through my old neighborhood. And I was like, and I closed my eyes and I was like, oh my God, past Francesca wouldn't even understand if I, if I time traveled and and spoke to, you know, 2017 Francesca and spoke to her right now, she'd be like, what you're living in New York. And you're doing what you love and you're actually like thriving and you're like married and you're all of these things. And so really that's been my favorite is kind of like having, I know, this sounds kind of like woo woo, but having conversations with my past self and my future self, I don't know, just like seeing my growth and where I'm going to go and where I've come from and and scaling my business and like meeting new clients that are like us merging together is just like so perfect. It's like, Oh my God, I'm so glad that I met you. We need each other. This is super great. I'm so happy to be meeting you. And like, seeing that like constant builds and the then evolution. blossoming to yeah. exactly,
0: exactly. It's just so great. Wow. So what is your next big goal? What does your future look like right now?
1: Well, um, the next big goal for 2022 is a, a new concept that my husband and I have uh, come up with. Individually, we've grown in our businesses and he's been in photography and production for 10 years plus and I've been doing independently hair and makeup. My parents are actually hairstylists as well. So I've grown up in the, in the beauty industry since I was a kid. So individually we've had our own careers and people are always like, do you guys work together? And we do sometimes, but because we're so busy in our production world of like working with larger enterprises, we haven't really come together yet. And I'm like, why don't we do this? So we've, we've, come up with our new business that will be launching in spring 2022. And it will be called the Flourish House, which is a creative powerhouse that streamlines quality photo shoots for emerging businesses and bridges a gap of art and commerce so that our clients may flourish. We take our combined 20 plus years of production, photo, and beauty experience from major enterprises like Cosmopolitan Magazine, JC Penney, and Walmart, and make the magic accessible to everyday entrepreneurs. We help build brands through capturing marketable and beautifully empowered artistry that blossoms into your brand identity while strategically feeding your audience excitement for increased sales. So essentially we're, Michael and I are bringing our individual businesses together and providing this service to new or built or blossoming brands. We've had clients that are, you know, Launching a jacket uh, for businesswomen. And, you know, we do their e commerce, we do their uh, videos for their websites and their uh, landing pages. And a lot of people don't really understand the start to finish of building a photo shoot. And that's where our production minds come in. So we'll talk to them about. Locations, scheduling, uh, what is it that you're wanting to portray? What's the message? How many photos do you need to in order to get that message across? Is there a campaign we're working on? Is we will get down to the nitty-gritty of what it's going to what the photo shoot is going to take in order to produce it, rather than a lot of photo photographer, photography teams out there. You hire them for a service and they they produce a service and it's probably really well, but it's just, they come to the, for the photo shoot and then the photo shoot is done and you get their deliverables and that is it. Whereas for us, uh, we provide more of a white glove service and give you access into our years of experience. And with our years of experience too, we have a roster of creatives that we've worked with. So if you're looking for a stylist, a prop stylist, a rental house, a drone uh, pilot, I mean- <laughs> Like we, it, Anything it goes on and on, and on and on Exactly. It goes on and on and on. And th- this is just the first phase of our uh, launch that will be launching in 2022, uh, spring of 2022. But there will also be other launches coming up ahead for the Flourish House that I'm very excited to, I, I wish I could start talking about, but I can't. But yeah, if if um, any of the listeners are interested in knowing more about the Flourish House, Right now, you are getting the first, first peek at what The Flourish House is about. You could be one of the first people to follow us and one of our founding clients, which would be really exciting.
0: Yes, it would. And as a listener of this podcast, you have an incredible and absolutely amazing offer. You are giving our listeners the most incredible deal. And that is an exclusive offer of a three hour session that includes hair and makeup, 20 retouched images, and a 30 minute call to prep with the creative team for only $1,500. With this package, you can fit as many outfit looks in as possible in the allotted time, and upgrades are also available upon request. So that is an amazing deal. So the links for all of that will be in the show notes so you can access that amazing offer. I'm so excited for you. Thank
1: you so much. Um, this package that I am offering, this is originally from our seedling package it, for, um, it, it's like introductory clients to, so they can get to know us a little bit and have like a little mini session with us, but it's also perfect for a brand refresh or if you're just looking for a few more photos to fluff up this for this quarter, maybe uh, maybe you're want, there's like a mini launch that you're having And you just want some updated photos for this small like email uh, blast that you're about to send out, um, things like that. So we definitely offer more detailed packages that I would love to discuss with with you guys or, you know, showcase. And it is definitely an introductory offer. I'm so excited to um, get started on this. And I'm very excited that I was finally able to this honestly this is the first time that i'm really talking about it in public by the way like i haven't said anything really on my instagram this has been like a behind the scenes working on building the flourish house and literally this is the first time I'm bringing it up publicly
0: well thank you so much for introducing it here we loved hearing all about your story and your work and thank you so much for being on the podcast oh my god thank you so much it was such a
1: pleasure and I had so much fun thank you for listening to my story and guys again if you want to follow me on instagram at francesca did it and you'll find a lot of my work, tips and tricks to uh, uh, to scale your business, to be a better a creative, and also updates on the launch of the Flourish House. So I'll see you there.
0: Yeah thank you all righty thank you guys bye thank you so much for tuning in to the waitressing to wealth podcast to support the show and show your gratitude we would be so happy if you shared it with your friends and tagged us on instagram at jolene Stone. subscribe so you never miss a valuable episode